shut your eyes, can you imagine your future? Now, take a step forward. Are you ready to move in the direction of freedom, peace, and possibility? Welcome to The Way to the Top, where we will examine the process of where you are in life and where you are going. Your potential lies in the process, not at the top. Watch your life transform before, while on the way to the top. What's up, everybody? James here with James Gourmet Pies. And this is LaTroy Woods representing LaTroy Woods. And we want to thank you guys again for joining us on the way to the top. You know, each week that goes by, it really tests you on how much commitment you have on actually getting to the top, which is never really the idea here, but it's the process of going inside. And we're going to talk about this today with our guest, Jamie Renda. Woo! She's the owner of Brixton's Potatoes here in Ogden. Phenomenal person. I've gotten to know her on a more personal level over this past year. And we want to kind of dive into the people who are in our community uh, what her processes are like, um, and kind of just have some casual conversation today. So thank you for being here, Jamie. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. You've been on the podcast with us a couple times already. Um, she's blessed the podcast at least twice for now, right? Yeah, once with me and then once with LaTroy. So uh, welcome back. I don't think we've had you with uh, me and LaTroy together. So what's, um, what's in Jamie's world going on right now? First of all, for all of y'all that don't remember Jamie had a huge campaign for the Trump tater. She wanted Trump to win so bad. And um, now that the dust has kind of settled, you haven't given up on the Trump tater. I have not given up on the Trump tater. Where are we at with that process with the Trump tater? Is it going to be like a cartoon? You got mugs. Um, If you're in uh, Utah, Ogden area. And you want to come get a mug or sauce? Our Trump Tater seasoning salt, it rubs you right. Rubs you right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> we get our barbecue, our bold and beautiful uh, make meat great again barbecue sauce. Awesome. And we have our honey habanero or our fire and fury barbecue sauce. we got a few things. But more than anything, we take the Trump Tater out to some wonderful events and, and keep him alive out there. You know what? I don't know what they do in other states. But in this state, we still see Trump trains and big old flags flying around Trump 2020, even though we're in 2021. Where are people at with this? What is Trump doing these days? Um, well, since I kicked him off of all sorts of social media. Did they really? Oh, oh every God. social media platform, Spotify, there's no news stations that will bring him on. So, you know, I'm not a big, oh, what's his name? Um, Alex Jones. Uh, I think Alex Jones is kind of a nut, but I had to start paying attention to Alex Jones when they kicked him off of every platform because you don't kick just nuts off of platforms. You let them kind of just work their way off. And uh, so there's a lot of things, you know, that are starting to come back. You know, all of the conspiracy theories that were out there, that we were all these conspiracy theory people. They're all starting to come to pass. So, yeah. <laughs> so they're no longer conspiracy theories. So Trump doesn't this have virus a- was 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 created in the lab. So just like we all said, it was a year ago. So Trump doesn't have a voice right now, or he has zero voice. But no, he does. He has eighty million Americans that are his voice. 
but we can't hear where he's at with no. it and what he's doing. No, so we'll, but we'll he'll get his voice back. He's he's the Trump tater. <laughs> you know, I think what interests me today, Jamie, is I begin to get to know you personally. Um, I feel there's this gap in our community <clears throat> between. So, for you guys that don't know, um, myself and James are both black people. Jamie's a white person. And living here in the state of Utah, I remember when I first moved here, um, there was a gap um, in culture um, and diversity here in the state. Um, And now as we get more people from California, Oregon, different places moving here, um, the culture is changing. But there still isn't this bridge that brings communities together. And I would like to find out, like, we could find out who you, what you do and all that stuff online. But we want to find out who Jamie really is. Um, and who you've been coming through this process and talk about these gaps and um, who you're becoming and what you're actually doing in the community here and what that looks like for you. Well, because you brought it up in that dynamic, probably my purpose in life is not necessarily the Trump tater. It's kind of fun, Um, but is bridging, creating bridges to bring uh, people together. And so that's where I've put my effort both with my business and even politically, I mean, we're about to launch a, a, a Blexit Utah, and um, which we're going to, I think you have met a few of the people on there, John and James and, and, uh, and Jamie Wadman, and we've got a few others. We have a good team going to be developed. So we're going to go out there and hopefully build some bridges and uh, on some of these divisive issues that are tearing our community apart. I remember when we talked before, did you say you did stuff with uh, prison reform before? Yeah, I've worked on prison reform for almost 20 years. I've given a lot of opportunities. You've also met Derek, I think, when he came in. Um, I just mentioned Derek because that's somebody that I hired for second chance. But I've hired a lot of people for second chance opportunities when they get out of prison. And uh, so it's just that's been a long-term passion of mine. There's a lot of a lot of areas in the judicial system that are were created, I think, with, I don't even know if they were good intentions. Some of them, I think, maybe were good intentions, but they definitely had some horrible uh, negative ramifications. So we've just had been having to make those corrections, which, again, President Trump did, signed in prison reform, and also signed a lot of legislation in that would actually help people. It's really hard getting out of prison. You can't, depend on what your felony offense is, getting housing is hard, getting jobs are hard. And uh, but when we had a thriving economy a year ago, it was like the prime opportunity um, for people getting out of prison because there's jobs, a high demand for jobs. And right now, you know, hopefully our economy will pick up and keep going because I think that op- opens a lot of doors and gives a lot, a lot of people hope when they get out of out of prison. Yeah, that's um, beautiful. You know, it takes a lot because uh, you've been on this path, sounds like, for a couple of decades at least. Um, what is what is the end goal, Jamie, for what you want to do here in Ogden? Hearing you talk about second chances, right? I just found out about our community just a few weeks ago from our studio manager, um, learning the history of Ogden, and it was actually the city of second chances. This is where people came to start all over to get, an, in a sense, a new lease on life. And to have the people in the community that are actually helping people with that um, to do something bigger than themselves, um, I find is very special. Well, I think Ogden is definitely a community of second chances, but I think America is a country of second chances. 
um, you can always recreate yourself. And and I love your podcast because you know your way to the top. It's not it's not a destination as much as it is the journey. And uh, and I think we're all taking that journey on trying to redefine who we are, find out who we are, and take it one. And so I'm going to give a shout out to Latroy here because Latroy has been coaching me, uh, being a personal coach. And uh, so what now? About three months. Nice. So, yeah. Awesome. Did you know that? No, I didn't okay. know that. I didn't. <laughs> so in, anyway, uh, for anyone who's seeking some direction and guidance in their life, Latoy is absolutely incredible on this, on being able to make you dig a little deeper, find out, you know, what's inside of you and what you're made out of and where your priorities are and, and getting them in place. So anyway. now let's talk about that for a little bit, because you've been having some speaking engagements come up. Um, you've been working with some new clients. So. What's new in LaTroy's world? You know, it's different for me because it's not a money thing, you know. And I've shared my beginnings, which was about four years ago, which is very similar to yourself, James, with suicide. Mm -hmm. And coming out of that experience, uh, something woke up inside of me. And what I'm doing actually chose me. I didn't choose it. There was never an intention to create a business from it. Mm -hmm. Um, I was trying to help myself. I was trying to save Troy. And through that process, as I became better every day, and it's going to be a continual getting better, I would be better today than I was yesterday. Um, I found that there was a need. People were all looking for the same thing. Everyone's looking for that validation. They're looking for self-love, but we're looking for in the wrong places for it. Mm-hmm. And this is where all the chaos in the world and in our homes and in our backyards and our community is taking place because we're looking for something we can't find uh, because it is ourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means like taking accountability, um, taking responsibility that I'm choosing the things I want and don't want. And when I began to do that, James and Jamie, like my whole world flipped upside down. I don't need permission to go after the things I want. Like right. we live in the U.S. I have this thing called liberty and freedom. Mm-hmm. And I understand what it means now, right, to wake up every day and I can have whatever I want. And so that's the way I choose to live now. And I think through that process of helping myself other people actually want that same thing. And so through that need, I, I had to create a business from it because people are want to have conversation. And that is my purpose. Now, one of the many, many things is to help people save themselves from themselves. And so that's what I do every day. I show up with myself and see where it takes me. I love that you use the word chaos um, and chaotic, right? Because that means not to have order, disorder, mm-hmm. complete disorder, Right. And when you don't have a direction and a flow that you want to go, you don't know what you want. It's chaotic. Whether you want to admit it or not, you know, when you wake up every day, like it's a mistake, like, um, you know, you just get into the, the, the robotic, same automatic routine that you normally do. That's chaos because there's no order. I'm going to interject there a little bit because, uh, being the Jordan Peterson fans that Latroy and I are, uh, do you listen to Jordan Peterson? At all? I so he has these books about chaos and order, mm-hmm. and chaos is a feminine characteristic. So I want to I want to defend chaos a little bit, and uh, masculine characteristic is the order. So, and I like that you have to have this balance between chaos and order, mm-hmm. because if you get too rigid in this order. You don't allow yourself to be open to those inspirations 
of change. Right. And so we all need to be able to be open to change and to a little chaos in our lives. It's keeping that balance. We have to have order and we have to have chaos. Yeah. So anyway, well, I just, if you, if I, I you just keep don't walking want, down that road of orderly, uh, <laughs> you know, what you want out of life, trust me, it'll be chaotic throughout the day. Yeah. So uh, I'm, just, I'm just pointing out, like, your life's been kind of chaotic lately, hasn't oh, it? Oh, 100%. Thousand percent for yeah. sure, but I have I have the end goal right. Um, one thing that we've talked about before is Will Smith was sitting with a master chess player, and the master chess player was saying, "See where you want all of your pieces at before you you move your first pawn," and um, as you start to form what you want your end goal to be the board is going to get chaotic and it's, it's going to be disorder and it's going to look crazy. But as long as you get the pieces that you want where you wanted them by the end of the goal, then you won, right? You, you got the checkmate. Um, so yeah, I think there should be a, a healthy amount of chaos um, in your life and it keeps things interesting, you know, but you have to know your end goal. You have to know where by the time everything, all these chess pieces are moved, this is where I want them at, and, and this is how I want life to show up for me because you only get one life, right? Um, and when you wake up every day without direction and goal or, or order, aim. then aim, you're waking aim. up aimlessly every yeah. day, then, um, you know, how do you, how do you know what you want? How do you know if it was a good year? How do you know if it's a good year if you didn't shoot for something? Mm-hmm. Right? No, I totally you agree. Know? I, I agree with you, and, I, and I'm – I'm I'm too much chaos in my life, as both of y'all know. <laughs> so I need a I definitely need that order. But I think it's having the appreciation for balance, the yin and the yang, the for chaos sure. and the order. Mm-hmm. That both of those are essential. If you get too much focused on the order, you you don't open yourself up for the uh, inspirations and the mm-hmm. change. If you get too chaotic, then you don't have the aim in life that you're shooting for. No, I think I agree with both of you. Um, I kind of put it like you're getting in your car and if you have no idea where you're going, your car is going to break down. You're going to run out of gas. Like you might end up somewhere where you don't want to be if you don't have a destination in in mind. As we begin to talk about like the chaos and everything. um, At one point coming out of that experience four years ago, I stopped calling things good and bad because it placed limits on things. And so I began to say winning and learning because either I'm going to win from this, or there's going to be a learning situation, which means I'm going to have to face myself. Um, I have to actually move towards my pain. Um, the chaos is actually something that's good in my life um, because that's where all the magic happens, right? God gives us the opportunity to work on our weaknesses so that we can get better, but we spend all day trying to avoid them. And this is what makes great business, right? This is what makes great parents, great children, great communities is people who can take accountability for their actions, their emotions, and their feelings, their thoughts, right? You, you own everything because you're choosing it. Um, but that, you know, that doesn't happen in these days. People are pointing fingers all day long. Um, you're wrong. I'm right. And finding out, you know, like this conversation, who are you? And with that, Jamie, um, who are you? Oh, way to put me on the spot here. On the spot. That's right. <laughs> who are you? Do you know who you are? What do you like? What do you 
I, oh, let me think on this. You uh, know what? Because no. we live in this world full of titles. Yeah. Everybody's got to have a title, right? Like, I'm in bacon school right now. I just, I'm really close to graduation for a title. So I can call myself a baker, right? Um, and don't even get me started with politics, left wing, right wing. <laughs> you know, um, everybody has to have a title. Um, and I think when Latroy says, who are you? It's not like, what's your title? Yeah. You're an entrepreneur for sure. But I, I like a problem. I like a problem that I can find a solution to. And so, and, and that's probably like in race relations, I see that as, and I have for 20 years now, that it's what I see as the most important problem that we need to solve in humanity is how to, how to work together and how to get along and how to overlook our differences and, and work on the common causes. So, and, but I mean, that's just one. Unfortunately, I get too many causes that I'm, get my hand into but i like a challenge and so and the cause i'm really interested in is the cause of jamie i know and he's putting this pressure on me <laughs> that, that, that's part of it so and i mentioned i have a, a daughter who she's probably not going to listen to this program but maybe she will and i just want to kind of give a shout out to my daughter she's my oldest child but uh, she recently had a baby and a beautiful little boy uh, but she has been working from home, and she's been working from home, making decent money, but at a job that has not treated her very well. And so she has set these ambitions up that what she's, her value is worth and working from home. And I guess it's just a different mindset because I'm thinking, you know, if you're making $70,000 working from home, you're doing pretty good and, uh, and have that flexibility. But uh, she said, you know, I'm worth more. She, you know, she put a – a position of value on how she should be treated and what she thought her worth was. And so now she's applying for these jobs and is getting offers in exactly where she said it. Wow. And um, so anyway, in saying that I have not done that for myself. And so Latroy is trying to pull out of me right now who I am and what I'm worth. <laughs> is that what you're doing? Well, I'm not looking for an answer. Okay. We're just having a conversation. Yeah. There's no right or wrong answer. Well, I know. He's asking me the question, so I'm starting to think that there is a right answer. You but, know what? If you don't know who you are, then you will subscribe to what someone else calls you. Okay. Well, uh, I, can, thing, I think I know who I am. That looks like asking me. One thing that I've said on this show before is you get a group of people walking, and then someone behind them yells, Hey, stupid. How many people will turn around because <laughs> yeah. they don't know who they are, right? Like, is he talking to me? But you well, know, see, I'm one of those people that's going to look. I know he's not talking to me. Like <laughs> well, I think all three of us, none of us would turn around and look. And think, oh, man, who's he talking to? But, uh, anyway, I but I, you know, we were talking. You're a problem about, solver. You just subscribe yourself yeah, as I'm a problem, problem solver. solver. That's perfect. I try to find solutions. I, I think it's the you know the slaying of the dragon. I think we have to have purpose in our lives. And I find a lot of my purpose in some of the areas that James might consider political. I just consider human, you know, yeah. part of the, the world and we live in that we have to find solutions on how to function and work together. And so I'm, yeah, problem solved. That's who I am. No, I haven't solved the biggest problem yet, but we're working on it. But again, it's not that destination to the top. It's the journey along the way. And I've met beautiful people along my journey. And I've introduced you to a lot of the people I've met in my journey 
uh, in trying to connect and make this bridge in race relations. And I think here in Utah, we are on a momentum, and we're going to see some great things happening. You know who you remind me of? Oprah. Because Oprah is a problem solver as well, right? And she also dibs and dabbles in politics. Everybody says, you need to be in politics. And that's what I tell you all the time, right? You're so passionate about politics, you should be in politics. But Oprah refuses to do it, right? She's like, I am not running for office. And I think if I was a billionaire, I wouldn't either, right? Like, I'm enjoying my money. I don't need someone asking me why am I in, you know, on vacation in another country when I should be running the world right now, right? So um, I bet you Trump's having second thoughts on that, too. What's that? <laughs> a billionaire that got involved in politics. Yeah, but, but he loves this country. And so you know, we're all in the people thing. business, right? Like yeah. this conversation we're having today is intentional because we all surround ourselves with people who hold ourselves accountable and we hold them accountable. So that means having real life, real conversations all of the time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to hold you if you're hurting yourself, I'm going to call you out. And if I'm hurting myself, you need to call me out. Or if you did something that kind of shady, like, right, we, we hold each other accountable so that we all get better in this process of getting to the top, which we're only there for a minute, but through that process, we learn about ourselves uh, and we grow and we become the best versions. And you know what? Getting to the top is not as exciting as it sounds. I think I've been there. I've had times where I didn't have to worry about money um, and I felt like I was on top of the world, but then I got bored really quickly. You know, and then I was like, man, I, you know, I like it better when I'm in the trenches. And now I'm in the trenches <laughs> with it. I was back at the top. So well, the thing is, there's always another top. Yeah. You're fi- finding the top that you're going to reach soon is a totally different top than you were talking about that you experienced before. Mm-hmm. So one of the things, again, I'll throw Jordan Peterson out here again, is the word sin. Have you listened to Jordan Peterson on this? Uh, I don't think I've listened specifically to this one, no. So I I just want to throw that out there because a lot of us think sin is, you know, when we do something bad and we feel guilty for it. But uh, my husband and daughter play darts out on our back porch. And sin is actually a terminology that's used in the darts. It it is when you don't take the aim and you don't have aim. That's the sin. And, And I think that's really what sin is, is when we don't have an aim in our life. And uh, now we're not always going to achieve that aim, but it's not necessarily the things you do wrong. It's, it's not becoming who you're meant to be. And that's the real sin. And if you go throughout your life and you don't become the person you're meant to be. You know what? Let's dive a little bit more into that when we come back here. Um, because I think we could talk about that for a good while as well. Um, I think it's definitely a sin to, to wake up aimlessly. Um, but we're going to dive into that when we come back in part two. So anyway, this is James here with James Gourmet Pie. And LaTroy Woods, representing LaTroy Woods. And I come back with Jamie Renda as we go down the rabbit hole. The process isn't a choice. We will be waiting for you at The Path on the way to the top. Thank you for joining us today.
Shut your eyes. Can you imagine your future? Now, take a step forward. Are you ready to move in the direction of freedom, peace, and possibility? Welcome to The Way to the Top, where we will examine the process of where you are in life and where you are going. Your potential lies in the process not at the top. Watch your life transform before, while on the way to the top. What's up, everybody? James here with James Gourmet Pies. And this is LaTroy Woods representing LaTroy Woods. And we want to thank you guys again for joining us on the way to the top. You know, each week that goes by, it really tests you on how much commitment you have on actually getting to the top, which is never really the idea here, but it's the process of going inside. And we're going to talk about this today with our guest, Jamie Renda. Woo! She's the owner of Britson's Potatoes here in Ogden. Phenomenal person. Gotten to know her on a more personal level over this past year. And we want to kind of dive into the people who are in our community, uh, what her processes are like, um, and kind of just have some casual conversation today. So thank you for being here, Jamie. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. You've been on the podcast with us a couple of times already. Um, she's blessed the podcast at least twice for now, right? Yeah, once with me <laughs> and then once with LaTroy. So uh, welcome back. I don't think we've had you with uh, me and LaTroy together. So what's, um, what's in Jamie's world going on right now? First of all, for all of y'all that don't remember, Jamie had a huge campaign for the Trump tater. She wanted Trump to win so bad. And um, now that the dust is kind of settled, you haven't given up on the Trump tater. I have not given up on the Trump tater. Where are we at with that process with the Trump tater? Is it going to be like a cartoon? You got mugs. Um, if you're in uh, Utah, Ogden area. And you want to come get a mug or sauce? Our Trump Tater seasoning salt, it rubs you right. Rubs you right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> we get our barbecue, our bold and beautiful uh, make meat great again barbecue sauce. Awesome. And we have our honey habanero or our fire and fury barbecue sauce. We've got a few things. But more than anything, we take the Trump Tater out to some wonderful events and, and keep him alive out there. You know what? I don't know what they do in other states. But in this state, we still see Trump trains and big old flags flying around Trump 2020, even though we're in 2021. Where are people at with this? What is Trump doing these days? Um, well, since they've kicked him off of all sorts of social media. Did they really? Oh, oh every God. social media platform, Spotify, there's no news stations that will bring him on. So, you know, I'm not a big, oh, what's his name? Um, Alex Jones. Uh, I think Alex Jones is kind of a nut, but I had to start paying attention to Alex Jones when they kicked him off of every platform because you don't kick just nuts off of platforms. You let them kind of just work their way off. And uh, so there's a lot of things, you know, that are starting to come back. You know, all of the conspiracy theories that were out there, that we were all these conspiracy theory people. They're all starting to come to pass. So, yeah. <laughs> so they're no longer conspiracy theories. So Trump doesn't this have virus a- was 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 created in the lab. So just like we all said it was a year ago. So Trump doesn't have a voice right now, or he has zero voice. But no, he does. He has eighty million 
Americans that are his voice. But we can't hear where he's at with no. it and what he's doing. No, so we'll, but we'll he'll get his voice back. He's he's the Trump tater. <laughs> you know, I think what interests me today, Jamie, is I begin to get to know you personally. Um, I feel there's this gap in our community <clears throat> between. So, for you guys that don't know, um, myself and James are both black people. Jamie's a white person. And living here in the state of Utah, I remember when I first moved here, um, there was a gap um, in culture um, and diversity here in the state. Um, And now as we get more people from California, Oregon, different places moving here, um, the culture is changing. But there still isn't this bridge that brings communities together. And I would like to find out, like, we could find out who you, what you do and all that stuff online. But we want to find out who Jamie really is. Um, and who you've been coming through this process and talk about these gaps and um, who you're becoming and what you're actually doing in the community here and what that looks like for you. Well, because you brought it up in that dynamic, probably my purpose in life is not necessarily the Trump tater. It's kind of fun, Um, but is bridging, creating bridges to bring uh, people together. And so that's where I've put my effort both with my business and even politically, I mean, we're about to launch a, uh, a Blexit Utah, and um, which we're going to, I think you have met a few of the people on there, John and James and, and uh, Jamie Wadman, and we've got a few others. We have a good team going to be developed. So we're going to go out there and hopefully build some bridges and uh, on some of these divisive issues that are tearing our community apart. I remember when we talked before, did you say you did stuff with uh, prison reform before? Yeah, I've worked on prison reform for almost 20 years. I've given a lot of opportunities. You've also met Derek, I think, when he came in. Um, I just mentioned Derek because that's somebody that I hired for second chance. But I've hired a lot of people for second chance opportunities when they get out of prison. And uh, so it's just that's been a long-term passion of mine. There's a lot of a lot of areas in the judicial system that are were created, I think, with, I don't even know if they were good intentions. Some of them, I think, maybe were good intentions, but they definitely had some horrible uh, negative ramifications. So we've just had been having to make those corrections, which, again, President Trump did, signed in prison reform, and also signed a lot of legislation in that would actually help people. It's really hard getting out of prison. You can't, depending on what your felony offense is, getting housing is hard, getting jobs are hard. And uh, but when we had a thriving economy a year ago, it was like the prime opportunity um, for people getting out of prison because there's jobs, a high demand for jobs. And right now, you know, hopefully our economy will pick up and keep going because I think that op- opens a lot of doors and gives a lot, a lot of people hope when they get out of out of prison. Yeah, that's um, beautiful. You know, it takes a lot because uh, you've been on this path, sounds like, for a couple of decades at least. Um, what is what is the end goal, Jamie, for what you want to do here in Ogden? Hearing you talk about second chances, right? I just found out about our community just a few weeks ago from our studio manager, um, learning the history of Ogden, and it was actually the city of second chances. This is where people came to start all over to get, a, in a sense, a new lease on life. And to have the people in the community that are actually helping people with that um, to do something bigger than themselves, um, I find is very special. Well, I think Ogden is definitely a community of second chances, but I think America 
is a country of second chances. Um, you can always recreate yourself. And, and I love your podcast because, you know, your way to the top, it's not, it's not a destination as much as it is the journey. And, uh, and I think we're all taking that journey on trying to redefine who we are, or find out who we are and take it one. And so I'm going to give a shout out to LaTroy here because LaTroy has been coaching me, uh, being a personal coach. And, uh, so what now about three months? Nice. So, yeah. Awesome. Did you know that? No, I didn't okay. know that. <laughs> so in, anyway, uh, for anyone who's seeking some direction and guidance in their life, LaTroy is absolutely incredible on this, on being able to, Make you dig a little deeper, find out, you know, what's inside of you and what you're made out of and where your priorities are and, and getting them in place. So anyway. let's talk about that for a little bit, because you've been having some speaking engagements come up. Um, you've been working with some new clients. So what's new in LaTroy's world? You know, it's different for me because it's not a money thing, you know, <clears throat> and I've shared my beginnings, which was about four years ago, which is very similar to yourself, James, with suicide Mm -hmm. and coming out of that experience, uh, something woke up inside of me and what I'm doing actually chose me. I didn't choose it. There was never an intention to create a business from it. Mm -hmm. Um, I was trying to help myself. I was trying to save Troy. And through that process, as I became better every day, and it's going to be a continued getting better, I would be better today than I was yesterday. Um, I found that there was a need. People were all looking for the same thing. Everyone's looking for that validation. They're looking for self-love, but we're looking for in the wrong places for it. Mm-hmm. And this is where all the chaos in the world and in our homes and in our backyards and our community is taking place because we're looking for something we can't find uh, because it is ourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means like taking accountability, um, taking responsibility that I'm choosing the things I want and don't want. And when I began to do that, James and Jamie, like my whole world flipped upside down. I don't need permission to go after the things I want. Like right. we live in the U.S. I have this thing called liberty and freedom. Mm-hmm. And I understand what it means now, right, to wake up every day and I can have whatever I want. And so that's the way I choose to live now. And I think through that process of helping myself, other people actually want that same thing. And so through that need, I I had to create a business from it because people are want to have conversation. And that is my purpose. Now, one of the many things is to help people save themselves from themselves. And so that's what I do every day. I show up with myself and see where it takes me. I love that you use the word chaos um, and chaotic, right? Because that means not to have order, disorder, complete disorder, right? And when you don't have a direction, and a flow that you want to go, you don't know what you want, it's chaotic. Whether you want to admit it or not, you know, when you wake up every day, like it's a mistake, like, um, you know, you just get into the, the, the robotic, same automatic routine that you normally do, that's chaos because there's no order. There. I'm going to interject there a little bit because uh, being the Jordan Peterson fans that Troy and I are, uh, do you listen to Jordan Peterson So he has these books about chaos and order Mm -hmm. and chaos is a feminine characteristic. So I want to, I want to defend chaos a little bit and a masculine characteristic is the order. So, and I like that you have to have this balance between chaos and order, Mm -hmm. because if you get too rigid in this order, 
you don't allow yourself to be open to those inspirations of change. Right. And so we all need to be able to be open to change and to a little chaos in our lives. It's keeping that balance. We have to have order and we have to have chaos. Yeah. So anyway, well, if, so you, I, if I you just keep want, walking down want, that road of orderly, uh, <laughs> you know, what you want out of life, trust me, it'll be chaotic throughout the day. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just pointing out, like, your life's been kind of chaotic lately, hasn't oh, it? Oh, 100%. Okay thousand percent for sure but i have i have the end goal right um one thing that we've talked about before is will smith was sitting with a master chess player and the master chess player was saying see where you want all of your pieces at before you you move your first pawn and um as you start to form what you want your end goal to be the board is going to get chaotic and it's, it's going to be disorder and it's going to look crazy. But as long as you get the pieces that you want where you wanted them by the end of the goal, then you won, right? You, you got the checkmate. Um, so, yeah, I think there should be a, a healthy amount of chaos um, in your life and it keeps things interesting, you know, but you have to know your end goal. You have to know where by the time everything, all these chess pieces are moved, this is where I want them at, and, and this is how I want life to show up for me because you only get one life, right? Um, and when you wake up every day without direction and goal or, or order and aim. aim, you're waking aim. up aimlessly every yeah. day, then, um, you know, how do you, how do you know what you want? How do you know if it was a good year? How do you know if it's a good year if you didn't shoot for something? Mm-hmm. Right? No, I totally yeah. agree. I, I agree with you, and, I, and I'm – I'm I'm too much chaos in my life, as both of y'all know. <laughs> so I need a, I definitely need that order. But I think it's having the appreciation for balance, the yin and the yang, the for chaos sure. and the order. Mm-hmm. The, both of those are essential. If you get too much focused on the order, you you don't open yourself up for the uh, inspirations and the mm-hmm. change. If you get too chaotic, then you don't have the aim in life that you're shooting for. No, I think I agree with both of you. Um, I kind of put it like you're getting in your car and if you have no idea where you're going, your car is going to break down. You're going to run out of gas. Like you might end up somewhere where you don't want to be if you don't have a destination in, in mind. As we begin to talk about like the chaos and everything. Um, at one point coming out of that experience four years ago, I stopped calling things good and bad because it placed limits on things. And so I began to say winning and learning because either I'm going to win from this, or there's going to be a learning situation, which means I'm going to have to face myself. Um, I have to actually move towards my pain. Um, the chaos is actually something that's good in my life um, because that's where all the magic happens, right? God gives us the opportunity to work on our weaknesses so that we could get better, but we spend all day trying to avoid them. And this is what makes great business, right? This is what makes great parents, great children, great communities is people who can take accountability for their actions, their emotions, and their feelings, their thoughts, right? You, you own everything because you're choosing it. Um, but that, you know, that doesn't happen in these days. People are pointing fingers all day long. Um, you're wrong. I'm right. And finding out, you know, like this conversation, who are you? And with that, Jamie, um, who are you? 
Oh, way to put me on the spot here. On the spot. That's right. <laughs> who are you? Do you know who you are? What do you like? What do you... I... Oh, let me think on this. You uh, know what? Because we live in this world full of titles. Yeah. Everybody's got to have a title, right? Like, I'm in bacon school right now. I just... I'm really close to graduation for a title. So I can call myself a baker, right? Um, and don't even get me started with politics, left wing, right wing. <laughs> you know, um, everybody has to have a title. Um, and I think when Latroy says, who are you? It's not like, what's your title? Yeah. You're an entrepreneur for sure. But I, I like a problem. I like a problem that I can find a solution to. And so, and, and that's probably like in race relations. I see that as, and I have for 20 years now, that it's what I see as the most important problem that we need to solve in humanity is how to, how to work together and how to get along and how to overlook our differences and, and work on the common causes. So, and, and, but I mean, that's just one. Unfortunately, I get too many causes that I'm, get my hand into but i like a challenge and so and the cause i'm really interested in is the cause of jamie i know and he's putting this pressure on me <laughs> that, that that's part of it so and i mentioned i have a, a daughter who she's probably not gonna listen to this program but maybe she will and i just want to kind of give a shout out to my daughter she's my oldest child but uh, she recently had a baby and a beautiful little boy uh, but she has been working from home, and she's been working from home, making decent money, but at a job that has not treated her very well. And so she has set these ambitions up that what she's, her value is worth and working from home. And I guess it's just a different mindset because I'm thinking, you know, if you're making $70,000 working from home, you're doing pretty good and, uh, and have that flexibility. But uh, she said, you know, I'm worth more. She, you know, she put a – a position of value on how she should be treated and what she thought her worth was. And so now she's applying for these jobs and is getting offers in exactly where she said it. Wow. And um, so anyway, in saying that I have not done that for myself. And so Latroy is trying to pull out of me right now who I am and what I'm worth. <laughs> is that what you're doing? Well, I'm not looking for an answer. Okay. We're just having a conversation. Yeah. There's no right or wrong answer. Well, I know. He's asking me the question, so I'm starting to think that there is a right answer. You but, know what? If you don't know who you are, then you subscribe to what someone else calls you. Okay. Well, uh, I, can, thing, I think I know who I am. One thing that I've said on this show before is you get a group of people walking, and then someone behind them yells, hey, stupid. How many people will turn around because <laughs> yeah, they don't know who they are, right? Like, is he talking to me? But, you well, know, see, I'm I, one of those people that's going to look I know he's not talking to me. Like well, I think all three of us, none of us would turn around and look at him. Man, who's he talking to? But, uh, anyway, I, but I, you know, we were talking You're a problem about, solver. You just I, subscribed problem, yourself yeah, as I'm a problem, problem solver. solver. That's perfect. I try to find solutions. I, I think it's the, you know, the slaying of the dragon. I think we have to have purpose in our lives. And I find a lot of my purpose in some of the areas that James might consider political. I just consider human, you know, yeah. part of the, the world and we live in that we have to find solutions on how to function and work together. And so I'm, yeah, problem solved. That's who I am. Yeah. <laughs> 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 problem solved. No, I haven't, I 
haven't solved the biggest problem yet, but we're working on it. But again, it's not that destination to the top. It's the journey along the way. And I've met beautiful people along my journey. And I've introduced you to a lot of the people I've met in my journey uh, in trying to connect and make this bridge in race relations. And I think here in Utah, we are on a momentum, and we're going to see some great things happening. You know who you remind me of? Oprah. Because Oprah is a problem solver as well, right? And she also dib, dibs and dabbles in politics. So everybody says, you need to be in politics. And that's what I tell you all the time, right? You're so passionate about politics, you should be in politics. But Oprah refuses to do it, right? She's like, I am not running for office. And I think if I was a billionaire, I wouldn't either, right? Like, I'm enjoying my money. I don't need someone asking me, why am I in you know, on vacation in another country when I should be running the world right now, right? So, um, I bet you Trump's having second thoughts on that too. What's that? <laughs> a billionaire that got involved in politics. Yeah. You know, but, I, but he loves this country. And well, you know, we're all in the people thing. business, right? Like yeah. this conversation we're having today is intentional because we all surround ourselves with people who hold ourselves accountable and we hold them accountable. So that means having real life, real conversations all of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to hold you if you're hurting yourself. I'm going to call you out. And if I'm hurting myself, you need to call me out. Or if you did something that kind of shady, like, right, we, we hold each other accountable so that we all get better in this process of getting to the top, which we're only there for a minute. But through that process, we learn about ourselves uh, and we grow and we become the best versions. And you know, getting to the top is not as exciting as it sounds. I think I've been there. I've had times where I didn't have to worry about money. Um, and I felt like I was on top of the world, but then I got bored really quickly, you know? And then I was like, man, I, you know, I like it better when I'm in the trenches and now I'm in the trenches <laughs> with it. I was back at the top. So well, the thing is, there's always another top. Yeah. You're fi- finding the top that you're going to reach soon is a totally different top than you were talking about that you experienced before. Mm-hmm. So one of the things, again, I'll throw Jordan Peterson out here again, is the word sin. Have you listened to Jordan Peterson on this? Uh, I don't think I've listened specifically to this one, no. So I, I just want to throw that out there because a lot of us think sin is, you know, when we do something bad and we feel guilty for it, but uh my husband and daughter play darts out on our back porch. And sin is actually a terminology that's used in the darts. It, it is when you don't take the aim and you don't have aim. That's the sin. And, and I think that's really what sin is, is when we don't have an aim in our life. And uh, now we're not always going to achieve that aim, but it's not necessarily the things you do wrong. It's, it's not becoming who you're meant to be. And that's the real sin in, uh, if you go throughout your life and you don't become the person you're meant to be. You know what? Let's dive a little bit more into that when we come back here because um, I think we could talk about that for a good while as well. Um, I think it's definitely a sin to, to wake up aimlessly. Um, but we're going to dive into that when we come back in part two. So anyway, this is James here with James Gourmet Pie and Latroy Woods representing Latroy Woods, and I come back with Jamie Renda as we go down the rabbit hole. The process isn't a choice. 
We will be waiting for you at the path on the way to the top. Thank you for joining us today.